This is the Nexus Special, episode 61, made by Google 2018, on Tuesday, October 9th, 2018. And now, it's the whales! This Nexus Special is hosted by Ryan Rampersad and Ian R. Buck. Find the show notes for this episode at thenexus.tv slash ns61. So, Ryan. Hey, Ian. I hear that Google made some stuff. They did make some stuff. Yeah. Um, stuff by Google. St- yeah. Stuff that was made by Google in 2018. Yeah. Uh, specifically, we had three new major items and one revamped item that wasn't even talked about. <laughs> yeah. So, so our three our three made items are the Pixel 3, the Home Hub, and the Pixel Slate. So shall we go right on through those? Yes, we should. And we should start with the one they ended with, sort of. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, which is the phone, the Pixel mm-hmm. phone, the Pixel 3 phone. I hear that this was the most leaked Pixel of all time. I'm um, pretty sure. Yeah, but I I was not paying attention to like hardly any of those leaks. So like basically what I knew coming in was, oh, it's a phone and it has like a notch this year or something. So, you know, the the problem the problem here was like everybody on Reddit was paying attention. Everybody that's glued to the news screens were reading this stuff. Yeah. But the problem ended up being unlike um unlike Apple with their phones this year this pixel wasn't really anything special. It was just the next one. Yeah, yeah, so I agree. So there wasn't, like, even though the leaks caused this to be the most leaked pixel ever, the impact was probably not the uh, biggest. Right, they're not changing their form factor drastically. Yeah. They, um, I mean, yeah. So... One thing that I did notice, and this wasn't something that they like were were drawing attention to or whatever. It was just like during one of their their little video montages, was like they they flashed a whole bunch of stuff that had to do with the um, the assistant, right, and and the ways that it can help you and everything. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that popped up there was like a a checkbox that said "Remind me when to leave," which. Is, yeah, I saw that know, too. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, that's a feature from Google Now that like I loved, 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 and then earlier this year suddenly realized that like I haven't seen that popping up in a very long time. To be and, clear, that was a feature from Google Now back then. It's not a feature from Google Now. Correct. Now. Yes, the product Google Now, capital G, capital N. Um, <laughs> and now. And so, like, like earlier this year, I did some investigating, and I tried to figure out, like, was there some checkbox that I accidentally unchecked? Why hasn't it been popping up? And I wasn't able to hunt, figure out why it's not showing up. Like, it seems like all of the settings are are turned on and everything. I found some forums where people complaining about, like, this isn't showing up anymore, and, like, Google engineers being unable to help with people figuring out this thing. So, like, I... I hope that they suddenly realize, like, oh, wait a minute, this old feature that was great, like, we need to, like, roll that into the, the Google Assistant so that it has proper support now. Well, so I, kn- I knowing hope- the modern Google, it's most likely <laughs> somebody thought, hey, I got a great idea for Google Assistant. It's called Remind Me When to Leave. And everybody around the table is like, yeah, that's wonderful. So most more than likely, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. 
So let's talk about the phones. Yes. So, so they begin at a whoppingly expensive price relative to what we all hoped. Mm-hmm. $7.99. $800. Oh, my God. So, so Ian, you bought the Pixel 2 last year, I believe. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. How much was your at, Pixel 2? Uh, that one started at 600 Or was it 650 I thought it was 650 I think it was 650 yeah. Because then so taxes six, and whatnot brought it up to 700 Right. So 650 for the small one and then 850 for the larger one. Mm-hmm. And so this year, they only have a $100 gap instead of a $200 gap, but uh, they just raised the prices overall to $799 and $899 for the larger one. It's ridiculous. Dude, like, it was literally, what, two years ago? No, three years ago, I guess, when we had, you know, the Nexus 5X coming out for, like, $450 or whatever, right? This is... Uh, yeah, this and is, that was still expensive. Yeah, and this is basically twice that price. Yeah, and it's not twice as good, I'll tell you that. It's insane. So so this is what's been happening in all of the phone markets, is that uh, all of the OEMs are attempting to uh, drive up their average sell price. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you can see this is exactly what Apple did. So they, they, they introduced two new tiers of phone um, with the, the 10 and 10S, and basically, they they made that the target phone, so the the upsells could be, they could say like, yeah. So not only did somebody not buy the eight, they also bought the ten S, which drove the average sell price up by two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's exactly what Google's doing here as well. Yeah, I mean, man, those like companies like OnePlus and Essential that are still targeting that, you know. Formerly known as the mid-range of four hundred dollars, <laughs> that they're looking more and more attractive to me. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, the 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 OnePlus lineup is an extremely well-priced lineup, even though it keeps getting more expensive every year. Yeah, and the uh, the the essential phone probably will never live again. But yeah, it, I know. it was a good phone while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course we can't rely on Motorola. I mean Lenovo. To ever make a good Moto G or Moto X phone again, so yeah, I mean, like my my brother has the Moto, what is it, the X four? That's uh the one that that came out on Project Fi, yeah. and um, I mean he's been, I haven't heard him complaining about it, and I'm the first person that he would be complaining to, I think, probably, so, yeah, probably, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, oof. so they're expensive, they are, they are, yep. and like. Well, let's let's uh, get into it to see if there's if, if they actually warrant that price. <laughs> okay, so the, the small one is don't. the small one, and the big one is the big one. Yes. So I am trying to like make more of an effort to think about phones in terms of the physical footprint instead of the screen size, because you know, as as we we used to have a fairly consistent like screen to bezel ratio on the front of a phone that is have that now no it's drastically changed um so the small phone this year is 145.6 millimeters by 68.2 millimeters which is just about the same as the small pixel 2 last year um which i'm really quite happy about because like i love that that's that's like the exact size that fits in my hand and works really well. I can use it one-handed, um, and it's 
it's pretty consistently like the size that I've had in a phone for my entire career. I had the Nexus 5 and then the 5X and then the Pixel 2. Um, and I think I, they're, they're fairly consistently the same, the same footprint. Um, the larger one is 158 millimeters by 76.7 millimeters, which is actually larger than the Pixel 1 XL. Um, which isn't and, which isn't surprising. Yeah, and I'm comparing it to that one because I've been using a Pixel 1 XL for the last couple of weeks because uh, I needed to get my Pixel 2 uh, repaired. So I borrowed Ryan's Pixel 1 XL. And yeah, man, a, a phone that big is just, it's just too big. Like so, I wasn't, I wasn't able to use it effectively one-handed. That's because you haven't trained yourself to, to, <laughs> to live in the future. But for perspective... This 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 uh, larger Pixel Three is actually smaller than the Note Nine. So the Note Nine is one sixty one point nine mm-hmm. by seventy six point four. Oh my goodness! So it's just a tad bit shorter. Yeah, and just yeah. a little bit wider. Right. So, so the the width of the width of these phones. So like you know you know it's funny though. Nobody complained about how big the Nexus Six was. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's all that anybody talked about. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Um So what colors do they come in Ian? They come in just black, clearly white. I I believe that those two are actually exact names that they've used before. I believe so. Yeah. And then not pink. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. Uh so so like let what what was they've had a blue color before, right? Yeah, like kind of blue, I think was Kind of blue? Yeah, yeah. kind of blue. I you know I like the color names they're fun. <laughs> they are. They are. What if um, if they had to have a red red word, what would the red word be? Um blood really red. red. <laughs> really red. Um they they brought back the like power button accent colors uh that they yeah. had last year. Last year it was only on the XL models that had um fun colors for the power buttons, but this year it looks like it's both uh both sizes. Um and so the uh the pink one has kind of like a like a darker reddish one, uh, and then the the white uh, has like a greenish kind of almost almost a teal I think mm-hmm. um, power button. The just black one though is is just black. Well, it's because it's just black. Yeah, turns I mean out. the description is what it is. Yeah, we can't have a misnomer here. <laughs> not no, over. not from not from Google especially. <laughs> oh man. So the camera, of course, is something that Google has been touting, you know, since since they started the Pixel line. Is is the camera's been like a thing that that they very very strongly uh, focus on, and for the Pixel One and Pixel Two, both years they they um, showed off the DxO Mark score that those phones got because um, they were like the highest DxO marks of of any phone at the time when they came out. Um, they did not highlight that this year. They didn't mention DxO Mark, um, and I looked. I looked on DxO Mark's website, and it, it the phone is not listed yet. Well, so. that means they didn't pay DxO yeah. this year to get a good review yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other problem I have with DxO at this point is that the ratings aren't even out of a hundred. They're just arbitrary numbers. No, they've never. They just been, go- they've never been out of a hundred. Well, right, and so, but you didn't know that when they are all below a hundred. But now that you can see clearly that they're all 
creeping above 100. Yeah. Obviously, every phone that comes out, phone after phone after phone, flagship after flagship, mm-hmm. of course, it'll be one or two higher. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but, you know, the Note 9 isn't higher than, like, you know, the... Or no, I guess that did come out before the iPhone XS Max. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. by You're by right. two weeks. So, <laughs> like, so so to be fair, the the U12 Plus, whatever that is, yeah, what it, and the and the P20 Pro, those did come out before both the XS and mm-hmm. the Note Nine. So, and, the, and they're also like not companies that you would really be paying attention to in terms of camera well, quality. Uh, no, not so much, especially not HTC. No. I didn't even realize that HTC was still making phones since they sold off their entire like mobile department to Google. Google. Yeah. Huh. Well, we'll see. So, okay, so the camera on the Pixel 3. They have a few new features that they uh, talked about. Um, and these all have like clever names, and I wrote down some of the clever names, and I did not write down some of the other ones. So we'll see if I get any of these right. Um, the first one is called Top Shot. And that is where the camera will take pictures right at, at the moment where it like detects that it's got a good shot. Um, so you, you don't need to rely entirely on your own ability to tap the shutter button at the exact right time. Um, and they had, you know, a fun little video montage of like, oh, there was a cool whale in the background, but then it crashed into the water and the guy missed the shot or whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I wonder what kinds of... of variables they have you know that that the camera that the software pays attention to to know when is a good shot and when is too late or too or too early yeah well for for um for people it's probably easier for for things like right. the whales you know it's the whales so it's, it's the probably whales. it's probably not as easy it's probably when they're singing to them you know exactly we gotta find those whales oh my gosh it's so good <laughs> Um, yeah, because they they have a similar related um, feature called Photo Booth, which is specific to the selfie camera, the front-facing camera, where it will take selfies when you smile or when you make a funny face. Um, so I guess you don't need to like be able to hit the the shutter button, but like, how are you holding the phone if you can't hit the shutter button? I don't. Well, you know, to be know honest. Like I totally understand that. Like I have a really big phone, so you know your your phone. You can be holding your phone at the edge, but the the shutter button could be like a block away from where uh, your fingers uh-huh. are. So I mean, I totally understand the pain of that. I thought it was really funny. So I, I was I was watching this live stream during class because the live stream started during my lunch period, and then oh, like sure. it continued yeah. through the next class period. And so mm-hmm. I just you know kept it up there on the screen while my game design class were working on their stuff, and they showed off towards the end like the where where you can like you know double tap the power button to like go into the camera app and then you can like double twist the camera or the the phone to switch between the back facing the front facing cameras and then you can like hit the volume button to take the picture and he was like whoa what and i was like yeah dude like i've been doing that for you know four years or whatever (laughs) it is i feel like those features have been in android for a very long time yeah i feel like they have in some way or the other. Yeah. It's really nice in the winter here in Minnesota when you can take a picture and you're outside and you don't have to like take your hand out of your glove to, you know, hit the screen at all. Yeah. I mean, I think you you can also um I don't know what, hit the volume up? Yes. What? Yeah, to- I'm pretty sure you can hit volume up to take a picture. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another new feature that they talked about is Super Zoom, where, like, it'll take several shots when you when you take a picture, and then, like, because your your hand, of course, isn't perfectly stable, it, like, it gets a slightly different perspective from each of those shots, and then it will take those different shots and like stitch them together merge them into one and it'll take those differences into account to be able to give you like a digital zoom without losing as much quality as you normally would by you know because digital zoom is literally just cropping an image down um but so apparently they can get like a higher resolution out of the same resolution camera sensor i guess that's cool I think that's we'll, cool. We'll they, see if it works. They name dropped NASA saying that like this is the technique that NASA uses to get higher resolution photos out of their telescopes or whatever. Right. So that's that's good. I'm glad. I'm I'm happy for them that they're copying NASA now. I mean, well, as far as people to copy, like NASA's a good one, I think. Probably. Um they have two cameras on the front facing side of the phone, not on the back facing side. And apparently, like, as far as I can tell, the only thing that they're using this extra camera for is it's a wide angle lens so that you can more easily take, like, group selfies. I don't think, I think that's, that's totally fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Cool. Yeah. Um, they also are bringing in, like, more AR stickers into the camera app, and they call that Playground. I was so unimpressed, I moved on. Yeah, I don't care. Um. Now, oh my gosh, here's something that blew me away while they were in the keynote. When you tap on on an object, you know, to tell the autofocus, like, this is what I want you to, to focus on and color balance for this and white balance for this, it will follow that object as yep. it moves around in the That's frame. Good. And so they showed this off with, like, a dog that was running around and having a lot of fun, and it was a very good dog. That was dog. a puppy, by the way. Yeah. And, like... Oh my god. Oh my god. This is like the culmination of all of their like object recognition, you know, in like image recognition and everything, uh and being able to follow that one object even what as it moves around in in, you know, this like we're not even they're not even taking the picture yet, you know. They're just following this thing around in the in the viewfinder. Um, and it's all local, so it's not mm-hmm. not doing anything in the cloud to do well, that. It's just man, the latency would be hard trying to do that yeah <laughs> yeah so it's all local so it's fast and simple mm-hmm. oh that's so cool that's so great um but yeah it's uh i i do look forward to seeing uh how good that that camera is um well and- i'll tell you it can't be worse than the note 9's camera <laughs> so we'll see indeed you know the other thing about a lot of these features is like of course they they some of them are are hardware based so they are you know unique to the pixel 3 but then like there are other features that you know they mentioned like oh yeah these are coming to all pixel phones you know in a month or whatever and i can never i can never keep straight which ones were which yeah i don't know either because i wasn't able to write down every single one but yeah Uh, so let's talk about some uh more internal specs uh something that you know that i love which is qualcomm i Uh mean Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I love them. I think I might hate them a little bit because this this flagship phone that's launched late in the year has no opportunity to use a good chip. It has to use the same chip every other phone released this year on Android uses, which is the Snapdragon 845. Mm-hmm. 
Great, that's it. End of the story. Cool. It's also still got four gigs of RAM, which is the same as like the Pixel Two, and I think it's the same as the Pixel One, and I think it's the same. Even though it's a hundred and fifty dollars yeah. more, it still has the same amount of yeah. RAM. I great. I mean, I feel like I'd have to look this up, but I feel like the the Nexus Five X even had four gigs of RAM way back then. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I, I, you know, it's it's really hard for. I mean. Samsung is including six gigs of RAM in the Note 9, and I'm pretty sure that Note, I mean, the S8 Plus also had six gigs. And so I think six gigs will be the standard for Samsung for at least a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, I think we've heard rumors of the OnePlus 6T coming soon, having an absurd amount of of RAM, which is what, like either eight or 10 gigs. Okay. So there's there's a lot. 10 is such a strange number. Yeah, so I looked it up. the 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 Nexus Five X only had two gigabytes of RAM. Okay, okay, yeah. What a cute phone! <laughs> oh man, um, call screening is a wow, fantastic new feature, and I believe that this is one that is coming to all Pixel phones. I don't think that this was specific to the Pixel Three. Um, when you get a call you can tell your phone to answer it for you. And then you can see the transcript of the conversation that your phone is having with the person who called you on your screen. Um, so this is, you know, this is kind of the iteration of, uh, what was it called? Google Google Duplex that they introduced at Google I.O. Right. earlier this year. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think that this is like the first kind of public facing um, version of it that's coming out. Um, so in, and and so like this is a really light like lightweight duplex. Mm-hmm. This isn't a duplex that's going out and acting on your behalf to really the extent that was shown at um, Google right. I/O. This is more like voice what, what voice transcription plus maybe a little bit of intelligence. Yeah, it's it's going to answer the phone and it's going to ask them like, "Hi, this is Ian's phone. What are you calling about?" And they're gonna you know. And then, and then whatever they say will be transcribed into yep. text, and then you'll read it, and then you'll yep, just answer. Yep. Or, or so more likely, really... you won't. Because or, or if you're you the won't. kind of person I mean, who's so... going to use this feature, you're going to be very discerning about, like, you know, you're going to be very picky about what kinds of calls you actually answer for. I mean, I get a lot of recruiter calls, and I would talk to them if they weren't a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so will there be a, um, like, a spammer captcha? Like, in order to proceed... What is seven <laughs> right? plus four? I think that this is yeah, because like so many people have been complaining about the sudden influx of like robot spam callers this oh, year. They're insane. And yeah, yeah, it's and been so crazy. like I, th- I think I mean since since like the U.S. government isn't doing anything about it right now, you know, it's up to the tech companies that make our phones to solve this problem for us. So yeah, so the um, on Samsung phones. The, the phone app is integrated so that you can report um, spam yeah. numbers and stuff. So if you if you get a spam call, your phone screen will light up all red, and it's like, suspected spam yeah. caller. And it's like, cool, I guess I'm not going to answer. Um, they mentioned face down to put it into, like, do not disturb mode. Um, I think yeah, this was interested. something that they originally, like a concept that they were talking about at Google I.O. as like a possible feature for, for digital well-being. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be a thing now. Nah, that's nothing special. Uh, but you know what is special? Wireless charging. <laughs> I'm so mad about this. <laughs> 
because for the last I don't know two pixels, Google just like yeah we don't need that. The the iPhone comes out oh yeah we need that now cool yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so crazy because like last year when the iPhone eight and the iPhone ten came out and they were like wireless charging, I was all prepared to go like oh yeah we've had that for years over here on android and then i suddenly like thought about it and i'm like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait the a minute. pixel 2 has a metal body i remember reading that mm, maybe it doesn't have wireless charging so so that that you you bring up the question so what exactly enables this year's model to be um wireless charging is is the thing is it made out of glass on the back I don't know, because I it looked like metal, but maybe it's not metal, and I am just so. Here's confused. the thing: it's not. It's really hard to hold a phone in your hand these days and tell like what it's made of, because the Pixel Two, you know, you feel the back of it, and you're like, oh, this is you know a kind of a nice matte plastic, but it's it's metal on the inside. Yeah, right. So it's like some kind of membrane yeah, on the yeah. outside, and yeah. So apparently, it has wireless charging, and to go with it. Google released an $80 <laughs> wireless charging stand thing. Uh, Ian is allegedly sick, but I'm pretty sure he was just coughing up what he believes uh, to be disgusting. Yeah. Um, this So so before, so I was watching this event live too, um, kind of just watching the keynote part uh, with the sound off. And when it came up on the screen, I said, okay, $49, because that seems like right. a reasonable price. <laughs> nope, nope, denied. But I mean, like, they are using the Qi wireless um, standard, so like, As so, so you can use whatever wireless dock you want to, so it's that's fine. Um, yeah, It is fine, but this costs way too much for what you're getting. I don't understand what they were thinking. Honestly, at this point, I'm just I'm just glad that Apple decided to get on board with wireless charging because, like, since since they apparently aren't getting on board with USB C, like, this is the only hope that I have for my home having chargers that anybody in the house can use. You know, so yeah. there you go. So I have I have one one wireless charger, and I and I use it occasionally. But my my phone lasts for enough of the day now that mm-hmm. I typically don't. Yeah, and and they yeah. they showed off like the oh hey it can be you know since it's got an OLED disc- display of course like you can put it in this cradle and it can be like your your little clock on your nightstand and it's not too bright and it doesn't you know it's not going to blind you in the middle of the night or whatever and yeah um, and I was like that's great but I literally just got myself into the habit of not plugging my phone in overnight. And, you know, because I'm making more of an attempt to charge my phone up to 80% and no more than that, you know, to preserve the battery over time. I, You're you know so what? It's the science. The science says that that's the way to go. <laughs> I am. I'm going to have to quote you on that one. <laughs> it's, it's the, the yeah. science. <laughs> and, and so, oh you know, gosh. like all of a sudden that's it's not a usage case that I fit into anymore. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I just let my charge. My, I, I let my phone charge whenever it wants to charge. Yeah, it's good enough. I, wait, I thought that you were the one who was telling me that like you don't charge it overnight or whatever. I mean, I don't always charge it overnight. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to charge okay. if it doesn't okay. want to charge. Um, is that because your phone has an amazingly huge battery? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, four thousand. Yeah, 
So speaking if, of batteries, yeah, let's if you're talk on about the some batteries. Three, you're going to have just shy of three thousand milliamp hours for the small one. Um, that's twenty nine fifteen, if you want to be exact. Um, and for the large one, you've got just shy of thirty five hundred, thirty four thirty, to be exact. So that's pretty good. Ian noted in the fringe, which you should listen to, uh, that the larger one has num uh, you know battery storage capacity that's lower than last mm-hmm. year's pixel 2 xl uh which is sort of interesting so that could be from a combination of factors such as oh i don't know google trying to rip you <laughs> off more. i'm not sure the smaller one does have like 200 more milliamp hours than the than your previous so that's a that's a good change yeah yep 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 yeah um, and then one thing that they thankfully kept from the Pixel 2 is the dual front-facing speakers. And they allege that, you know, it gets even louder than last year and more clear and yada yada. But, like, the the important part is that it, they are still dual front-facing speakers. Um, but you know what's funny about the dual front-facing mm, speakers? What? So on the small one, they're symmetric, which uh-huh. is totally fine and I approve of. But on the big one... They're not. They're asymmetric, so they're they're dual. They're dual front facing speakers, but they're not the right. You're same just talking size. about like the size of the grill on the front. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so it looks really weird. And I, I don't know. <laughs> Google, come on now. That notch. And, and Should, that's, can we well, talk that's about the notch? That I was a little bit worried about when I heard that it had a notch. I was like, uh oh. Does that mean that it's not going to have front facing speakers anymore? But it does. Let's talk about. Yeah, let's talk it. about the notch. So so the Pixel 3 XL, it's it's one of those phones. It's like the iPhone. It has to have a notch. And and so we, we wondered while we were watching the show today at work, why exactly did Google put a notch on the big one? What did, what did they get out of it? Because Samsung obviously has displays that they can sell that don't have notches because their own phones don't have notches. So what's what's the deal here? Why did Google decide... That they needed a notch. Well, okay. Let's, what one. what is the diagonal size of the screen on the XL model? Six six point six point three inches. So if you got rid of that notch, you might that might bump it down to like a six. You inch. might get down yeah. to six point one. Something 6. like that. Six point one ish, maybe. So I mean, they may have done it just for those numbers. Um, I mean, the, that's a the really pixel, bad I, reason. I agree. I agree. CEO. I'm not saying it's a good reason. Um, I mean the the. Pixel lineup is kind of what the Nexus lineup used to be, which is like their kind of, their reference devices, right? Where so so if they're going to introduce a feature into Android, they've got to have some first party hardware that has that thing so that they can do like, you know, first party testing on it. Um so like back when they wanted to support fingerprint sensors, right? They introduced fingerprint sensors onto the Nexus 5X and the Nexus 6P. Um, similar now, you know, we had a few skins of Android that were like, oh, we're going to have notches in this phone. And so, like, the OEMs had to modify Android to account for that. Um, and so now that Android is supporting notches, like, you know, from out of the box, uh, they've got to have some boxed product that has notches. I don't think that's an acceptable answer. I think they just wanted to copy Apple's iPhone. Yeah, that's probably it because that's what they've been doing for the last two years now. Is just oh, I. What, what's that? Um, I don't need yeah. a headphone jack. Oh, I yeah, hate it. Hmm. I hate it. Courage. So much. Uh, I am. Uh, I am impressed though 
that the small version of the Pixel 3 has a 5.5-inch display without a notch, and it still has the same like physical footprint as the Pixel 2, which yeah. has like a what a 5.2 or a 5.3 inch display. Um, so that's Something that's like, like that. pretty significant gains there. Yeah, it's also weird that in the in the marketing materials, it's very difficult to find a picture of the small one. Oh yeah, uh, that's mm. what it feels like mm. anyway. So do you want to talk about the uh, home hub? Oh no! Oh, I just noticed that both of the screens are. Um, so the the screen on the Pixel Three is eighteen by nine, and the Pixel Three XL is uh, eighteen and a half by nine. So even though there's, okay, yeah, okay, sense. that's how they got those extra point two inches out of it. I bet is <laughs> they didn't make it wider; yep. they just made it taller. Well, that's because they they learned their lesson with the Nexus Six that if it gets too wide, people right. just can't yeah, yeah, hold yeah. it. Um, both of them have so so as I'm lo- looking through like the, the spec sheet for the screens here. Both of them say now playing, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, is that the? <laughs> I have no, no, I have no idea. idea what that means. Okay, Google. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna pause for a little while so that the Google Home stops listening to me. Uh, all right. You said you wanted to talk about the Home Hub. Yeah. What? Home why don't we talk hub. about the Home Hub? Uh, you know, it's uh. It's kind of like a Google yeah. Home, but it's in the shape a, of a hub. It's kind now, of like a screen, but it's got like a Google Home attached. It's, it's like it's like a tablet glued to um, a Google like, Home Max, <laughs> right? I mean, it's kind of like a it's like a Home Max. Like the back of it is a fabricy thing, and then the screen is glued to the front. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. So this this screen here is a first party version. Of what was shown sort of, uh, you know, during the year at various events, specifically WWDC and Mobile World Congress. Yeah, what's the name of so, LG's? Lenovo. Or was it a Lenovo? Lenovo. I don't know what it was called. Like, I thought it was called Live Display or something, but I don't know what it's actually called. But so Google wasn't even the first at making their own product. So that annoys me. Um, so their version, at least, though, is cheap enough right. to afford. So before we get into some of the features, of which there are none, uh, it's only $149. So if you feel like buying one, it's okay. You can do it. Um, so feature time. So let's see here. Um, it comes yep. in a few colors. Sand, aqua, to, chalk, to, and charcoal. So sort of the same colors as the other Yeah, except for no coral. from Google. Mm, how sad. Um, there's no camera, so you can feel comfortable using it in your private yeah, they, they spaces. Touted that, wink, they wink, touted wink. that as a a feature. Yeah. And so you know what I hear when they what say that? You, I'm afraid to ask. I hear that they're cutting costs. <laughs> yeah, that's probably accurate. I think it's... Because it would have been a whole extra $4 for a $10 can camera we, can module. Can we talk about like the the fact that people are so concerned with their privacy that they will like tape over, you know, the webcam on their laptop or whatever. But like nobody considers the fact that this device still has a microphone that can hear you, you know? Right, right, right. So so the uh which one was it? So the the first gen like the regular um candle yeah. Google Home. The the, the, the air the freshener. Google yeah. Home. The air freshener. It's a candle or an air freshener. I have no idea. So that one, it has uh-huh. a mute button, 
that's supposed to be able to turn the microphone just yeah. off completely. Um, the little, the little, uh, the little yep. Google Home Minis were supposed to be tappable in such a way that you could turn off the. Yeah, no, it has a speaker, switch. But then there was a then there was yeah. a physical switch yeah. even, which was a step in the best correct position, and and so um who i don't know who it was um one of the models that we saw earlier this year from other vendors i I don't i don't remember what it was but something had a physical sliding window door thing that you would use to cover your camera yeah i don't know i don't know what it was either the lenovo one Um, or it was like the amazon echo show or whatever it was called yeah It, it was something so so the so somebody has put thought, at least in the industry, on how to make a physical, foolproof method for cutting off visuals mm-hmm. and audio. But nobody's doing it consistently, and nobody actually cares about your private spaces. Also, you're using Google products. They literally know everything. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's um, I mean, like the, the slider, right, that goes in front of the camera... Yes, I can I can definitely tell you that that does work. That is for sure going to prevent the camera from seeing anything that you don't want it to see. But like having those the mute switch, right? Uh the like the the turn off the microphone switch on the Google Home and the Google Home Mini, you don't know for sure that the microphone is off, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so I think there there's still a lot of work that remains to be seen in the can you know for sure mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not something Google's going to work on today. Yep. Um, they do. I mean, okay. So, so let's be honest here. Like pretty much all of the features of this home hub are literally the features that we already have in Google homes. Right. It. Right. Except you can see the stuff you ask for. So some things like the, you know, it'll, it'll show calendar events. It'll show YouTube videos. It'll show what else did they talk about? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. If if it's got a yeah. visual component, it'll probably pop up on the uh, screen. Um, I don't know about like third party developers. Like, what is the like ecosystem like on their end? Where you know what what tools do they have to work with uh, to to update their what are they called? They're not called skills because that's the uh, that's the echo thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, are they actions? Uh, maybe whatever the I'm apps not, are called sure. that you can make for Google Homes. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Nobody uses them because Google doesn't even know what they are. Um, apparently, you can um, filter to allow only family-friendly content on this home hub. Um, that's yeah. Good, I don't know how it's going to know what is family-friendly from like a third-party perspective, but yeah. Well, they'll find yeah. out. Um, so there was also a, a feature called Live Albums, I believe. Yeah. Pretty sure that's what it was called. Uh, and so basically, you just get to pick an album for it to display, kind of during screensaver mm, mode. Sounds time. exactly like That's the Chromecast. Nice. Yeah, exactly. But but it but it's but it's not because it's yeah. on a good product. Wait, you slander. What? <laughs> um, huh? I, they did talk about like, yeah, it was amazing. We like went out on vacation. We took a bunch of pictures. Then we came home, and the pictures were already getting shown on the home hub. And so so it make wow. Well, exactly I mean, it what I me, needed. It makes me think that like okay this isn't just purely a um an album in google photos that you have selected for the home hub to show you i think it is taking some liberty in terms of like some editorial discretion on what are the good photos that it wants to show so yeah probably 
Um, they also talk about, of course, this being a hub. They want this to be like the one place where you can go to see and control all of your smart home devices. So they have like a screen. I, I think that you swipe down from the top to like go to this home hub or whatever. Um, they also talked about, I think, that they're like rolling a whole bunch of things into like the home, the Google Home app on your phone, I think. Unless I'm just making a wish list out of this. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't watching the live stream at that point, so I don't like, know for you know, sure. The, that's, that's one thing that has kind of irked me for a while is like, okay, they unified their whole like, you know, Chromecast and Google Homes and all of, you know, all of this stuff is all controlled through the Google Home app on my phone. But I still have this Nest app that I also have to ins- have installed on my phone in order to control the Nest, even though they're from the same company, and these are clearly the same, like, product category. It's all smart home stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, there's not too much to say about the Home Hub. Uh, you know, if it goes on sale or, I don't know, like, during Black Friday, don't you suppose it'll go on sale for, like, probably. 129 or something? Yeah, I think the original yeah. Google Home went from, like, what, $120 down to 100 pretty quickly for some sales and stuff? Yeah, and then I'm sure I've even seen it as low as mm. 79 or something. So I think it's it'll go down, and then it'll be better. Just just because I don't need one, <laughs> so I'll just get one. But hey, maybe now. I should put one on my wedding registry. Hey, perfect. Um, yeah, and one one other thing that they were talking about during this presentation was like, oh yeah, we're in this great new world where we've got these devices like the Google Home or the Home Hub that you know were designed to be used in the home and they were literally like like insulting the pc market for like oh yeah pcs weren't really designed to like integrate into you know your life or whatever and i'm sitting there thinking okay but like the pc is is still the only place where i can go to actually control all of the things in my life you know whereas like this home that's this just home because you're an is still like you know you can only use the the products that google has partnered with or that or that integrate yep. with IFTTT. So, it's not a perfect world. This is what I'm saying. Nope. Not even close. You know what might be a perfect world though is living in a slate is, yeah, world. Yeah, merging Chrome OS with Android. Is, is it Andromeda? <laughs> oh man, those are some those are some rumors back in the day. Um so yeah, this yeah. uh this is Pixel Slate is a tablet a tablet from google or something but it's not an android tablet oh surprise surprise it's running chrome os it's a it's a chrome os tablet which means it's okay yeah. i guess um, before we get into it i would like to point out that like they state in the description of one of their announcement videos that the Pixel Slate has not been authorized as required by the rules of the Federal Communications Commission. This device is not and may not be offered for sale or lease or sold or leased until authorization is obtained. So, great new product that they announced and talked a lot about, but that still isn't legal. So, who knows? (laughs) Yeah, who knows? I mean, so on the website right now, you can join the waitlist. I accidentally just joined the waitlist. So. Sure, oh, accidentally. Well. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I just wanted to see if it would give me more information. Like, you're in one Google position. Oh, sure. Yeah, it didn't. 
So uh, apparently it has a 12.3 yep, inch display. Which they are very, very proud of. They they think this display is the bee's knees. Um, Can you tell me, Ian, what the name of this display is? Oh, I already is? forgot. Was it molecular display? It's the yes. molecular display. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. It has a PPI of 293, cool. I believe, which is which is cool. I don't know. Like, does anybody care? Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't... I don't even know what they're going for. At like, this like once. Okay, so so I can tell you that, like, okay, that's somewhere in between my um, desktop's uh, pixel density here, which is like I think 120 or so, right? Um, it, you know, it's yeah. somewhere in between that and like the 400 some pixels per square inch on my phone. So, like, I, I don't know. It's it's a reasonable place to be, I guess. Cool. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, so, so tell me more about what yeah, the UI so looks like. Yeah, so even though it's Chrome OS, you don't get the typical Chrome OS UI. It it appears to be a UI that is built for touch interface. Um, so yeah, it's very, very tablet It's got like, you know, when you pull up your, your like all apps screen, it's a grid of, you know, all these icons. Um, from what I can tell, they haven't explicitly said this, but I'm like... 95% sure that this do, it does not do like full windows and I mean that in the lowercase w sense of windows right so you, you can't have just like a window that you can drag around on the screen and make it any size and you know move it around and stuff um, I think it's all like full screen apps and and you know and Chrome the browser is is one of those full screen apps um, but it, it supports split screen, so you can have two two apps up side by side running at the same time. Um, I mean, that UI by itself kind of disqualifies this product as a thing that you know I, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> so I, I was watching um, the little slideshow that it plays. So it looks like when you dock uh-huh. the little keyboard thing, the menu of all the apps goes away and it lets you just sort of have something closer okay. to a desktop. So like does it have like but, a taskbar at the bottom? There, and then... It does have something like a taskbar at the bottom, but there's no indication that it actually has right, windowed right. apps. So we'll just have to see somebody actually have a better a non Google marketing image right, collection. Right. Yeah. So speaking of keyboards, yeah, it's. I mean, we didn't get like a super good look at it, um, but like, if you ask me, the round keys look kind of weird. Um, yeah, so so sort of in the same vein as a Surface Pro keyboard sure. or the uh, Apple iPad Pro yeah, keyboards. So very like it's a keyboard membrane. Co- case cover. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a keyboard case. It has a back side and a front side, and it has those little pins that can connect into the mm-hmm. side of the tablet. Um, so then it has round keys instead of square chiclet mm-hmm. style keys. I'm sure I've seen a laptop in real life use round keys. I don't know if they're good or bad or not. Um, so it, it, it doesn't have, so like for its super key, so which is the equivalent of command on OS 10 and windows okay. on windows. Um, it has a Google, I don't know, fish bubbling icon. I don't know. I think that's the Google Assistant icon, but it's it's just it's why isn't it a huh, G? I, I don't didn't realize they even had a key down there in that spot. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. Oh, okay. it's a weird weird key. I'm not yeah, sure what they're on, doing on there. On more um, traditional Chrome OS 
laptops. They just had Control and Alt down there. There there wasn't a super key at all. Right, and then I believe the uh, the caps lock key is a circle mm-hmm. within a circle, which is probably for search. Yeah, like it, it used to be. I, I think but it brings I also up search know. and also like the all apps. You know, yeah, screen. Screen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so the the the. Let's well, talk about the price b- before that. Of, actually, like, um, one thing about the keyboard that is a pleasant surprise is it is backlit. That is a pleasant surprise. Now, I assume the keyboard doesn't have its own battery. Is that uh, true? I would suspect no. I would I, I would expect that that's why it has the the leads that you know it it magnets into on the bottom of the tablet. Yeah, that's too bad. So some of the some of the fancier products like. I don't know who, but some of them have some marginal battery life ad- mm-hmm. in addition. Um, yeah, inside. the um, um, what was one, it? The- one thing. One thing I'll mention here is that um, I was reading the spec page. It also has a little track. Oh, good. I was in. wondering about that. It's very hard to see in the pictures. I was. But it is I was there. like a little bit worried that this is going to be a Chrome OS device that does not have a cursor enabled. No, it seems like it does, but there was never a single demonstration okay. of it. Um, yeah, the I I think what was it the Pixel C? You know the the very first product from Google that yeah. had the Pixel name that was their their um, Android tablet back in the day that ran the Tegra, what was it Tegra Four or whatever something like that. Four? Something like that. <laughs> oh my God, uh, Ryan, are we merging into one person? <laughs> no, 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 we're not because I only <laughs> I buy large buy. phones reasonably sized phones <laughs> oh well, i see what small, you know the, the iphone se is small right it's <laughs> that's not even a phone anymore um but yeah no that I, I think that one had a keyboard that like had its own battery because it wasn't actually physically connected to the tablet when it was in use yeah. right yeah yeah mm-hmm. um I'm surprised they didn't talk about this during the keynote, but the fingerprint sensor for this for this tablet is actually in the power button, so that's cool. I think yeah, it is kind of cool. I guess there's oddly like no pictures of that in the you know marketing. Right? Material, no, I saw so it on. I had to look on the. Odd. I think it was on the specs page where it was pointing to like oh fingerprint sensor and power button. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so there's another peripheral that you can also buy. <laughs> Which is the yeah. pen. And, and it's a what is it called? No, think, is it yeah, called the pixel it's, pen? It's the pixel pen. Um so it's important to note that you say that, you know, there's another peripheral that you can buy because neither the keyboard nor the pen come with this tablet by default. So so the tablet not. starts at six hundred dollars, um, and then the keyboard you can buy for two hundred dollars and the pen you can buy for one hundred dollars. <sighs> so for those keeping track at home at the base model of the tablet, which we haven't even gotten right. to configuration yet, that means to get all of the peripherals and the tablet itself, that's nine hundred dollars. Yeah. And I know, I know you. You're gonna want more than one charger cable. <laughs> you're gonna buy another. So, so it's gonna be a thousand dollars. I don't know if I would be buying another charger cable because I do have quite a few like USB C charging cables nowadays. Oh, oh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you're gonna need another charger brick at least then. So it'll still cost a thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. So now let's let's go over the cra- crazy range of possibilities. It's in pretty spec wide lineup. So they didn't just make like two models, like a five ninety nine and a mm-hmm. seven ninety nine. It goes from five ninety nine all the way to fifteen ninety nine. 
and is and and that's not even which is that's amazing. not including the keyboard or anything, right? That's just the tablet on its own. Exactly. Just okay. The so core way product. at the bottom. So they have, uh, they have an Intel uh-huh. Celeron processor in two configurations: four gigs and four gigs of store uh, RAM, thirty-two gigs of storage, eight gigs of RAM, sixty-four gigs of storage. Um, were there prices on any of these things, or not just that I on not on the spec page where they had them all listed out? Oh, and right, I already joined the wait list, <laughs> so it won't tell me now. So then they have an Intel M3 at eight gigs of RAM and sixty-four mm-hmm. gigs of storage, so it's like a Celeron, but not bad. Um, then they have an i5, eight gigs of RAM, one hundred twenty-eight gigs of storage, mm-hmm. better, and then finally. They have 16 gigs of RAM, 250 gigs of storage with an i7. Whew. Yeah. Wow. That's that's good. And I have to wonder now, like, okay, so they've got, like, full laptop, you know, processors in this thing. Is this, is this like, the, the form factor, right? Is it like a surface where it's got some tiny little fans and vents along the edges? Or is it just using passive cooling or what? I don't know. Yeah, in the pictures that I've been staring at here for the past few minutes, I can't tell you the answer. They, it's certainly thick enough to to have some venting capabilities, I, but on the other hand, if you're going to have it in the portfolio case, you know, because you know of your back kickstand and your ke- keyboard cover on the front, how much venting can mm-hmm. it really do? So they cool. did they. They do seem pretty proud of like how thin it is. They they did have a shot where they like turned it sideways and they're like it disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just not a product for me. I can't develop on it despite what some people <laughs> say. I can't. Well, develop you, I mean, as far as tablets go, I think that Chrome OS is the the right operating system to be going for for that because like you can install full Linux applications on this thing. That's so good. Go- I mean, Ryan, that means that you can develop on it, doesn't it? Uh, we'll <laughs> see. I don't know if I believe yeah. them when they say I that. I just, yeah. So, so I, I mean, I feel like Chrome OS is the proper um, operating system here, but I just, I don't feel like this exact form factor is the right one for me you know um i would much rather have a chromebook like probably the pixel book that that will you know lets me have windows that i can move around on the screen and everything and you know resize them to be however i want the, you know whatever arrangement i want um but you know it it then you know kind of folds all the way around so i can pretend to be using it as a tablet um i, th- I think that's that's a form factor that i would prefer yeah, I I don't know. I'm I just I just want a good MacBook Pro. Um, and like, and so what else is left? Considering that, like, when you include the keyboard, that the base, you know, the base model of this mm-hmm. Pixel Pixel Slate is more money than the base model of the Pixel Book. You know, the Pixel Book yeah. is definitely winning out in my mind. But then you're paying for some of that flexibility and portability, right? So. If you if you don't need a keyboard, you can just buy the tablet. But if you buy the Pixelbook, you will, are stuck with the right, keyboard, right? Right, but I can right? flip it all the way around, and then the keyboard is behind it. Yeah, but that's inconvenient. Yeah, I'm fine with it, probably. I haven't actually used one of those on a daily basis, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's... Um, 
one final product that they didn't talk about because frankly there isn't anything new um there's a new there's a new version Google. of the chromecast that like Yay. you know is it almost exactly the same form factor they changed the logo on it so it's not the chrome logo anymore it's the g logo and it still uses like micro usb for power it still has like 1080p is the maximum resolution it supports apparently it has a better five gigahertz radio is what i hear that's what i've heard i guess that's important yeah. to some people um and like apparently somebody accidentally bought one of these at best buy before it was you know before today and like yep. reported that when they brought it home and tried to set it up it wasn't able to contact the servers properly because like google doesn't you know didn't have the flip switched yet for that product so there is enough different in it software wise for it to like you know it it is a new product but like it wasn't important enough it wasn't different enough for google to feel like they should talk about it yeah it's it's a really weird thing in my opinion so it's still called chromecast they didn't change the name or anything yet but when you look at it, it it lost all of its individual character. Like it lost the little Chrome logo thing. It lost its shiny um, sort of case. Now it's kind of just a muted matte case mm-hmm. with a G on it. And it's a printed G. It's not embossed oh. as far as I can tell. So it's almost like they're trying to downplay the Chromecastiness. And it's just kind of maybe they're going to eventually rebrand the entire Chromecast line to... I don't know, makes sense. I maybe? also didn't see any color options. It seemed like it only comes in black now. Were there were color options? Yeah, man. You could cast? get like black or white or yellow, I think. Or maybe maybe yellow Seriously? maybe yellow That's is ridiculous. for the Chromecast audio. I'm pretty sure maybe yellow is the name of a phone color. Was was there coral? I'm joking. There may have been coral for the Chromecast. <laughs> now, now I'm Googling color Chromecasts. There's no way this no, is it's, a thing. It's totally real. I had to make a choice of what color Chromecast I wanted to buy. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was a thing. There was a yellow hey, and I'm a red. Right. <laughs> and, and, and a black, yeah, yeah. obviously. The one true color. Well, I guess there's two colors now. So there's a black and a white. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess that's Google for you. Nobody knows what they do. They just do it. I mean, the concept of like choosing your color of Chromecast is absurd to me because it is a device that is out of sight when you're... <laughs> you know at all times exactly so 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 did we get everything we wanted i i feel like uh i think i feel like we got everything about the phone mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago um although i could have had more phone stuff than we were given man i'm i'm just i'm looking at the hardware that they announced here and there's nothing is inspiring so i'll tell you ian the the uh, Pixel Three XL is in my cart. <laughs> I mean, you are you are more than welcome uh, to buy that thing, as far as I'm concerned, because then I can force you to uh, review it with me. But <laughs> I know, I know. And so somebody at work already said, "Oh, so I so they 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 broke their phone over the weekend, and so they they you know they knew uh-huh. this was coming out today, and I'm and they walked by my desk, and I asked, "Well, so did you buy one yet?" And he and he's like. Uh, waiting for your review first i'm like oh no what have you done <laughs> so we're gonna see you know I, I i don't know if i want to buy it for launch launch window because um typically the android phones have not been good i, I mean uh the the pixel phones have not been good oh, when yeah? i tried to buy them yeah so what if like 
will we break the cycle if I buy it and then give it to you in exchange for money? Oh, wait, that's buying it still. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's still buying it. Yeah, no, we, we, so basically they have to just send one and then they can have it back after a few because I don't need it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I one mean, day. I, I think the, the closest, the thing that I would be closest to buying that they announced today would be the Home Hub. Um, and yeah. that's, I mean... But it's uh, it's like yeah. a maybe buy, and it's like a stretch because I don't need yeah, no. it at all. Um, I don't know. I like I said during the show, like if it comes down in price to like one twenty nine or something, or if it's just if I buy it at one hundred fifty and I get a thirty dollar mm-hmm. Target gift card, mm-hmm. like I could. Do I mean, it yeah, it does exactly the same thing yeah. as like all of the other Google Homes that I have in my house, and like the only extra thing that I can imagine would be okay. It might be easier to ask it for like a recipe for a thing and then see the recipe on the screen as well as hear Google reading that out loud. That might be easier to follow. But at the same time, I don't freaking cook. So like Oh, well that's your problem. <laughs> my problem. And like now when I when I cook, I also don't use recipes. I just read exactly. them and, and that's remember the thing them. is like I, the you know, the people in my house who do cook, I I'm not even sure if this is a device that they would want to use for that. I don't know if they like where did they, how did they find their recipes? I don't know. <laughs> I, I why wouldn't you just use your phone? Because it's covered in cake batter or whatever. But why are you that messy? <laughs> uh, yeah. These are the questions, Ian. That Google can answer. My hands are messy because I've been in my private space. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, and that's it. Uh, and and there we have to end <laughs> the show. So. Hey, uh, Ian, where can well, we find you, can you on find the internet? you find me on Twitter as Ian R. Buck. Um, that's pretty much it these days. I mean, I'm on Mastodon as Ian R. Buck at Mastodon.cloud as well, but nobody's over there. So, Actually, no, amazingly, so I was town. live tweeting the live stream today, and um, I got at least like three or four new followers on Mastodon as a result of that. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, all you have to do is talk. And they'll, yeah. they'll, with they'll, the, with the proper hashtag. Them. I'm sure that's how they found me. Oh, yeah. Did did your uh, Mastodon bot ask them what their name is and what they're calling about? <laughs> well, it tooted at them, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, well, and of course, you can find me just about everywhere, uh, especially at Ryanamar on Twitter, and of course on my website, ryanrapperset.com. This has been a Nexus special. Uh, This show is released under a Creative Commons attribution license, so if you want to use any part of it, feel free to do that as long as you link back to our original page, which is thenexus.tv slash ns61. If you would like to discuss this this event with any of our other listeners, you can do that at our subreddit at r slash thenexustv. And if you want to support the network financially, we do a lot of tech-related podcasts. Um, and you can support us at patreon.com slash TV. And remember that no matter where you're listening to this, you should definitely go and subscribe to Nexus Special in your favorite podcast player to hear all of the new episodes as soon as they come out. Until next time, have a good one. Bye. <laughs>